Thank you for joining Spaz and Out. The theme continues. It is Corona time. That's all we really have to talk about is the coronavirus. Nothing else is going on. We're all stuck in our homes or soon to be stuck in our homes. So we'll have to continue with Corona time for the foreseeable future. It's Corona time. All right. I won't annoy the hell out of you guys with that too much. So since it is Corona time, I have a whole bunch of stories Corona time related. So business is booming for one industry. Banks, people are going to the banks and taking out all their cash. Uh, Could or should the 2020 election be postponed? Um, The CDC, let me find that story. Uh, uh, some, Some tips for keeping your home, work, business, and school safe, courtesy of the CDC. What should you be buying at the grocery store to prepare for a two-week lockdown if it happens? And if you are stuck at home for the next two weeks, what will you do with your free time? So, first, why don't we get into businesses booming for one industry. Of course, as always, our heart of hearts, we're all perverts. And the one industry that seems to have a huge uptick right now because we're all stuck at home is what? I'll give you guys one guess. Thanks to Corona time, you got it right. Adult entertainment is on the uptick. Apparently, business is booming for cam girls. Cam girls are women. I guess it's going to go up for cam guys as well. But they are women who do live cam shows and you subscribe to their uh, dancing or whatever they're doing, like 10 bucks a month. It's almost like Netflix, and it's on the rise because all us creepy-ass Fs are home, and we don't have anything to do with our time. So what do we do? We watch porn. So maybe if you guys are looking to make a little cash during the coronavirus lockdown, you could become a cam girl or a cam guy. So business is booming for them. Um, Speaking of things that we do or that we're going to be doing, uh, if we're all stuck at home for the next two weeks, what will we do with our free time? Here, uh, a survey was done. I'll I'll give you the top uh, eight of what people uh, said they're going to be doing when they're stuck at home for the next two weeks because it's going to hit here. Obviously, we're going to be stuck at home. They're doing it in Spain now. Uh, By the time you hear this recording, we may already be on lockdown, Um, you know, Dr. Anthony, whatever the guy's last name begins with an F, was on um, one of the TV shows today. So today's Sunday, but when you get this, it'll be Monday. And he says that we should already be on lockdown. He's already talked to the Trump administration and said that there should be a a, a two-week lockdown throughout the United States. Everybody should stay home. Um, And the only things that should be open are, you know, grocery stores, hospitals, and pharmacies. So... If you were to be stuck at home uh, for the next two weeks, what would you do at your free time? Well, here's the first one. 35% of us said we're going to watch TV and movies. I agree. It's binge time. I'm going to be binging all my Netflix, all my Prime, all my Apple TV, all my Disney Plus. I love movies. I love TV. So definitely watching a lot of TV and a lot of stuff on Netflix. 
The next one is uh, 15% of us say we're going to read more books. We should all read more books. I like to read books. I like to read books about the American Revolution. I also like to read self-help books because if you know me, and as you get to know me, uh, I'm definitely someone that could better myself uh, as a father, as a person, because I am a real ass bag most of the time. Um, 12% of us are going to be uh, messing around on the internet. Um, this is a, this is a great one. Number four, okay? all the way down at number four. So TV, read books, get on the internet. Then 8% of us are going to spend quality time with our family, which when we get to the CDC's findings, probably not a good idea. 7% of us are going to do some kind of a hobby, painting, um, knitting. This one is, I don't believe this one. Uh, 5% of us say we're going to be using social media. I feel like that's the top one. That should be number one. There's no way we're going to be on social media for the next two weeks. There is going to be, I've already, man, I've been saturating the hell out of my Instagram, which is at SpazWAAF, my Twitter, which is at SpazWAAF, my TikTok, um, at Anthony Paz, and my Facebook, which you can just look up, Anthony Paziali. I also have a YouTube channel. You can put my name in it. I'm sure you'll be able to find it. But I think social media would be number one. Uh, the next one, 3% of us said we're going to uh, learn a new skill. And um, 2% of us say we're going to talk to people on the phone. So, I don't know. Personally, I'm going to be doing a ton of social media, a ton of watching the news. Obviously, I mean, I'm glued to the news right now, Fox News and CNN, the two of them. I flip back and forth because I like to get both sides. I, I am one of those people that believes that Fox News is heavily Republican and CNN is heavily liberal. So they're both going to have their twists on the story. And then I like to watch Twitter, the feed, and see what people are saying. I'm 100% consumed by reading every story and everything that's coming in as it's happening. All right, next thing. Banks. People are running to the banks. Apparently, a Bank of America in New York ran out of $100 bills. So many people went there to take out cash. They ran out of big bills. We're all making a money grab. We're all trying to get uh, our loot. I'm assuming people are freaking out because maybe if electronics go down or maybe if the banks have to shut down, that's going to shut down uh, our cards. I'm not sure that's too likely because the government's going to want us keep rolling to keep rolling. But I, I don't have any, <laughs> I don't have any cash to take out of the bank, so I guess it's not a big deal for me. You know, my father-in-law's got some loot, so maybe he's going to send us some down here. But I feel like going after the money is an old school thing that. You know, old my dad would have done like old school Italians are going to the bank right now and they're taking out thousands of dollars and they're putting them in fucking shoe boxes and they're going to bury them. Or all these Italians are like, yeah, I had all my money in these cans. My father had money in weird places that we found when he passed away. So I, I don't think it's to that level, but apparently <laughs> there's a shortage on toilet paper, there's a shortage on water, and now there's a shortage on cash at some banks because people are going there and they're taking out all the money. Speaking of grocery stores, what should you stock up on to prepare for the coronavirus if we get locked down for the next two weeks? Here are a couple uh, of things that the CDC or local governments are saying that you guys should stock up on. I, I feel like most of this stuff is obvious. Here's like the number one tip is take inventory of what you already have. So there's no need that what they're trying to say is there's no need to go there and go crazy. Go food shopping. Take a look at what you already have. No need to overbuy the stuff. 
And then what you want to do is you want to get food that's going to last for a couple of weeks. For example, basic foods like rice, pasta, oats, beans, canned vegetables, food that's going to last, that has a long shelf life. Canned foods, frozen foods, stuff like that. But don't overdo it. They're not saying, you know, you got to run to the store and buy every fucking thing in the store. What they're saying is, instead of buying foods that are going to go bad uh, in a couple of days, make the switch to foods that will last longer. Because in the event that they do shut it down, you might not be able to get those kind of foods. What they're also saying is mix and match. Plan your meals. <coughs> so mix and match uh, your stuff. So if you get meat, I, f- I, feel like if you, I feel like if you're Italian, you already do this. Um, you know, the way I was raised, my dad had literally was like steak was Monday. Um, and then the next day the steak was a fucking burger. And then the next day after that, the burger meat that was left over was chop suey. And then the chop suey sat on the goddamn stove until you ate it. So I, I feel like I'm already prepped to, to eat. Like I've been going through a, a, a food shortage or, or a pandemic, but they want you to use the food multiple times. So for example, if you get chicken, the first day you use the chicken, let's say you got a whole chicken and you cooked up the meat and then the carcass is left over, drop that sucker in a pot of boil and water, make it into chicken broth, throw some rice, cut up some carrots, shit like that, throw it in. Um, what else are they saying? Yep. Freeze your foods. Uh, they're saying apples, oranges, and pears are the, are the fruits that gonna, they're going to last the longest. Vegetables, onions, potatoes. Um, squash and carrots are also a vegetable that lasts the longest. Any foods that don't last that long, they said freeze them. And they're saying skip junk food. So the reason they're saying skip junk food is because it goes first. I, we all know this. You put a bag of chips in the, um, you know, I don't know what you call them, the cabinet, the cupboard, wherever you have them, the kids are going to eat those first. They're going to be gone. So if you're going food shopping, what they're saying is don't waste your money on crap that's going to be gone right away. Be prepared. Make sure you have food, make sure you have water, and, (coughs) oh my God, run. Make sure you have the foods that are going to last you for a couple of weeks. I feel like that's common knowledge, though. I don't know why people are freaking out, but (coughs) that's common knowledge. Of course, you're going to have toilet paper, right? As if um, there isn't going to be any more made. All right, here are some, the next part here is uh, tips to keep your home, work, business, and school safe, courtesy of the CDC. Why don't we start with the home? At home, everyone should wash their hands when they get home regularly. Simple. You get home, if we're not on lockdown and you've been outside, go into your bathroom and wash your hands. They're saying that using soap and water is the most efficient way. If you're in a jam, use hand sanitizer. But since there's no hand sanitizer, there isn't any around, soap, man. Get some dial out, get some lever 2000, some warm water, wash your hands. All right, next. At home, you're going to want to avoid touching your face. Um, you got to cover your cough or your sneeze. Best to do it, as they say, into the, uh, that, that pit of the elbow. Or, why don't, you know, what I've been doing for the past few days, I personally don't care. I cough. I'm, I'm an asshole. I cough like all over the place, drives my wife nuts. So, what I've been doing for the past few days is I've just been using a cloth. Uh, like a paper towel covering my mouth and then throwing it out. And then she makes me wash my hands right after that because she's absolutely crazy. So uh, disinfect tables, doorknobs regularly, and increase ventilation. So I know it's it's not quite spring, 
weather yet, but they're saying pop the windows, open the doors, ventilate your house. Get the stuff in and out. Ventilate, ventilate, ventilate. Now, also at home, um, they go a little bit further into uh, if you have uh, vulnerable people in your home, like senior citizens or people with compromised immune systems, have everyone keep, you want to keep as much distance from these people as possible, wash their hands frequently, and have one person in the family take care of them. One person. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, currently, my mother-in-law, Ann, is living with us. Now, I mean, I wouldn't say she's a senior citizen, but she is over 60 years old. And I won't be the one taking care of her. That's for sure. I'm a dude. I'm a guy. I'm terrible. I wouldn't even know what to do. I can't even take care of myself. I can't even wash my own kids. So, poor Kaylee's going to be on top of that one. Now, my mom, she's in a nursing home. We can't even go see her. She's on lockdown. The nursing home has said, eh. No one's coming in. No one's going out. You can call your mother. You can talk to her, but you can't come visit her. And that's where they're at right now. They're on lockdown. There is no in and out, period. Now, you could send stuff or you could drop stuff off and they'll check it and they'll wash it, but you can't go in. Work or businesses, it's really the same stuff. So if someone, if you own a business or if you work somewhere, if someone's feeling sick or has a family member that's sick at home, that person needs to stay at home. So for example, let's say Kaylee gets it and I own Take Junk. Well, I need to stay home. I I can't interact. I shouldn't be interacting with customers and going out and loading up junk removal trucks and getting my employees sick. I need to stay home for the next two weeks. If one of my employees has someone in their family that uh, has it, I have to have them stay home uh, for the next two weeks. Here's uh, more stuff at work. Stop shaking hands. Obviously, clean disinf- uh, clean your hands. Disinfect everything. Uh, increase ventilation. Limit food sharing. So I feel like that's at home and at, and at work. Basically, let's say, for me, I, we're in a truck. Let's say I'm in a truck and I got a, a bag of chips or like, you know, some candy or something like that. I'm not going to hand it over to my guys and I'm not going to ask my guys if I can get stuff. Meetings, don't have them. Or use video chat. Gatherings, don't have them. Or have them outside. Where you guys can keep a distance of of at least six feet. That's what I love it. I already mentioned the social distancing. It's fantastic. My family's already social distanced me. I'm down in the basement as I record this podcast. So, um, what what else? Uh, Basically, at work, they're saying anything that you would touch, you want to make sure you clean. At school. School is almost the same thing as work. If someone's feeling sick or has a family member at home that is sick, that child needs to stay home. So if your kid, if you, mom, dad, grandpa, someone in your family has the coronavirus and your school's not already shut down, your kid needs to stay home. Both my kids' schools are shut down. I live in Revere. My daughter goes to school in Revere. She's home. My son goes to school in Rehoboth. He lives in Rehoboth, Massachusetts. His school is shut down, so I don't have to worry about it. They're already shut down, but it's the same stuff. 
if your kid's in school, make sure they're clean, make sure they wash their hands, make sure they're coughing into their elbows, um, and make sure everything's all set. All right, we got to the groceries. Let's let's see. We did the CDC list. Uh, blah, 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 blah. All right. Last topic of today's podcast is something that's got me a little bit aggravated. Um, a lot of people, because Louisiana, a lot of people are talking about this because Louisiana pushed off their primary date. Their primary was going to be on Tuesday. They pushed it to a couple of months out over concerns of the coronavirus. Um, you know, there was, uh, uh, the, the governor had the ability to push it off, which I'm okay with them pushing that off, but it's getting everybody asking, could the 2020 election, uh, general election be postponed? And the answer to that is quite complicated. So it could be, but it would take a lot to have it postponed. For example, it is a federal law dating back to 1845, that the general election will be held on the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. So now that it's federally mandated, it's a federal statute, Congress would have to basically change the law. So House of Representatives, Senate, they'd have to vote on it. If it passed, it would go to the president. Trump would have to sign it. We know Trump would never sign that, but Trump would have to sign it. And then after he signed it, the court... Supreme Court could challenge it. So the likelihood of that happening isn't that good. Now, let's just say for some reason it did. They wouldn't have much time after that to have the election because unlike federal law, so you have federal laws that aren't constitutional laws. Constitutional laws supersede all laws, all federal uh, laws, plain and simple. So in the Constitution, it states that the new Congress must be sworn in by January 3rd and the new president must be sworn in by January 20th. So that doesn't leave a lot of time if the election were to be moved. And now the likelihood of changing those dates would be, you'd have to have a constitutional amendment, which would mean you'd need two-thirds of Congress, two-thirds of the House of Representatives, two-thirds of of the Senate, and then you'd need three-fourths of all the states to agree. To get that amendment. So the general election isn't going to be moved. Have elections been moved in the past? Yes. Only at the state level. States have their own election committees. They have their own election laws. And they could push them up. For example, 9-11, the city of New York pushed off an election for two weeks. Now, there have been other times that, that it has happened on the state level. Now, does the president of the United States have the power to push the date of the general election using an executive order. He does not. This is one of those powers that's restricted to the president because every, I mean, the founders of our father are some smart, the founders of our father, the founders of our country were smart. They understood that you couldn't give this kind of power to one man to be able to push off the election because the election is the one time that whether you like Trump or not, whether you're a Trump or you're a Democrat, no one should have the power to push off people's opportunity to remove them or keep them. That's what's great about this country. Every four years with the president, if you don't like him, you can get rid of him. And the sitting president doesn't have the power to move the election. He can't do a a martial law. He can't change it and say, no, it ain't going to happen. So don't have any fear there. 
Now, should we can? Uh, uh, wait, wait. Before I get to my personal opinion on, on the whole thing, there was a couple other things. Um. Oh, all right. So since the general election isn't going to be moved and can't be moved, how we vote can be changed. Each state is in charge of their own regulations on how people vote in the general election, which, in my opinion, is ridiculous. When it comes to federal elections, it should be just like a McDonald's, meaning you make a burger, a cheeseburger in Massachusetts, the same way you make it in California. Uh, countrywide in, in federal elections, all voting regulations should be the same. This is why it's such a nightmare every time a general election comes around, because every single state has its different fucking rules. But states can make it easier for us to vote in this general election because of the concerns of the coronavirus. They could set up electronic voting. They could let us mail in our voting, more absentee voting. They could have voting in different places. Maybe they could have it at a, honestly, maybe they could have it at Fenway Park. You have it outside where it's, or, or at football stadiums. You have it at, instead of having it in the high school, you have it at the high school football field. So the states have the power to change how the uh, how, how we vote and where we vote. Federal government does not. Unfortunately, it's not uniform across the entire country. Now, should we postpone the election or any elections? I think Louisiana moving their primary. Oh, uh, uh, we'll get. Hold on. First off, I just want to let everybody who is a Democrat know that states can move their primaries. This doesn't really matter for Trump because he's. You know, he's getting the nomination, but states can move their primaries. But the DNC has its own rules. You have to have your primary before a certain date. I, I want to say it's like June 2nd or something like that. I don't know exactly. Might be July 2nd. And then you have to decide where your delegates are going 20 days or, or eight, 19 days after that on the 20th of that month. And if you're not in and you're not voted for and you haven't had your election, well, then your state is SOL. Because the DNC is going to move on with their nominee. Just to keep in mind. All right. Personally, I think that Louisiana moving the primary was a big mistake. I don't think that elections should be disrupted no matter what. Whether it's terrorism, uh, pandemic, um, economic crisis. This is one of our uh, most important rights. It it's, might even be more important than the freedom of speech. Our ability, as they say, our our right to execute our franchise, our ability to vote in people that we would like to represent us or vote out people that we don't want representing us is crucial to the American society, to our republic, to the American dream. If you don't like Trump, you should get the opportunity to vote him out. If you do like Donald Trump, you should get the opportunity to keep him in. And nothing should keep you from that. Nothing. Not disease, not war, not uh, a natural disaster. Nothing. We cannot allow the government to have the power to postpone elections because then they will have the power to postpone them indefinitely. They will have the opportunity to never have the election. They will have the opportunity to stay in power longer. Some of us would be okay with that in certain circumstances. I would not. I do like Trump, which would make you probably not want to listen to my podcast anymore. But I support the fact that you have the right to remove him and no one should impede that.
No need to re- 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 for me to repeat that. No uh, need for me to go on any longer other than to say the general election will happen on time. It will not be moved. No one is going to move it. And if it is moved, then we should be very scared and very afraid of as to where our government is going. Plain and simple. No one should have the right to keep us from deciding who governs us as a people. We cannot let them use fear to keep power. Although some would try, as Americans, I know we're smarter. And as Americans, I know we will all band together in this time of crisis with the coronavirus and we will all keep safe. So when the election comes, please go out and vote. Thanks for listening to Spazzin' Out. I I hope that you will subscribe to my podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts or on Spotify or on any other, I think it's on Google or on any other platform. My podcast, uh, I'll do a new podcast that'll be posted weekdays, Monday through Friday, and then sometimes I do a special podcast, which I did the past weekend. All right, thanks, bye.